Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace, love, and blessings of Allah be with you. Welcome to Ramadan Transformation. This is day number 11. And today we're going to be talking about this thing called peaceful sadness. Peaceful sadness. So as we enter the second group of 10 days of Ramadan, we're going to talk about a really important topic. And it's one that I think a lot of the personal development industry gets a little bit wrong. The idea of sadness and the fact that sadness can be peaceful. See, if we recognize, and again, from here on out, all of these Ramadan transformation sessions are based on the, the starting point that feeling comes from thought and not from the world around you. So if feeling comes from thought, there's something about sadness, which is you can recognize where sadness comes from. Sadness comes from thought. But when you're sad, you can either recognize that sadness comes from thought, or you can pretend your sadness is coming from something other than thought. Right? So then you enter the, this kind of these two different kinds of sadness. There's the sadness where you know it's just this horrific horrible, sad feeling is coming from inside of me. And it's coming from my thought in the moment. And it's still sad, but it's coming from inside of me. Or there's the illusion that sadness is coming from somewhere else, from the sad thing that happened. Well, the truth of the matter is sadness, like all feelings, always comes from inside of us. It always comes from thought in the moment. And that can be that can be a hard thing to understand, especially when you're feeling sad, especially when you're feeling upset. And you can be like, okay, fine, so it's coming from thought in the moment, so what? And people have this resistance to recognizing where the feeling is coming from. And I think it's partly because, I think part of the reason why we resist the fact that the feeling even of sadness and upset and all of that comes from inside of us and comes from thought in the moment is because when, when I say sadness comes from thought, I think sometimes people think I'm saying, it comes from thought, therefore you can control it. Therefore, you know, if it comes from thought, you know, you can control your thoughts, so you should just be able to get rid of sadness like that. And I'm not saying that. You know, there are some people in personal development who their whole thing is, you can control, in NLP they say, you control your mind and therefore your results. You can control your thoughts. Well, I'm not saying you have total control of your thoughts. I'm saying your thoughts absolutely determine your feelings. Now that might seem like an irrelevant, an irrelevant distinction, especially if you're feeling sad or upset in this moment, but actually it's the most important distinction in the world. And in order for you to get why, I'm gonna tell you a sad story. And it's a true story, and it's a really, one that's really close to my heart. Um, a couple of years ago, my sister, um, unexpectedly went to hospital and there was something up with her gallbladder. She had a routine operation, but then she caught what they call a superbug, a hospital superbug. And, uh, she passed away really young, 39 years old and left behind three beautiful daughters, most beautiful girls in the world. And. And it was a really sad time. 
Now, what happened was totally unexpected for a whole family. You know, somebody 39 years old has a little operation for the gallbladder. You don't think anything of it. You're just like, ah, you know, the doctors will sort it out and, and that'll be that. Um, but here's what happened that was really interesting. Uh, the greatest, the greatest blessing of my life, honestly, I believe the greatest blessing of my life was that Allah showed me the inside out paradigm and gave me an insight about the inside out paradigm before this happened, because it, it made it so much easier to handle. So here's what happened. My sister passed away. And as soon as it happened, my dad was really angry at the hospital for not taking proper care of her. My mum was just distraught, absolutely distraught, really sad and upset. My sister was really stressed out because, you know, we wanted, wanted to bury the body as soon as possible. And, you know, we feel like the, the person doesn't can't rest in peace until we bury the body. So my sister was really stressed out about that. My brother felt guilty, you know, about their relationship and stuff like that. And, and, you know, all of us were going through totally different things. The thing, and you know what? Everyone was worried about the girls as well. Now, the thing that really struck me about that, it just kind of occurred to me at some point is that actually my dad's always angry about something. And actually my mom's always upset about something. And my sister's always stressed about something. And Haroon's always beating himself up about something because everybody's always beating him up. Right. And I was like, that's really interesting. This really, this horrendous thing has happened. This shocking thing. And you know, we know that Allah will test us like this. Allah says in the Quran, we will test you with loss of wealth and loss of those you love. So we know from the beginning, all believers know this. And, and I'm actually always amazed at how Muslims handle death because we just, we know it's going to come. We know Allah's going to test us with it. And we have this, this kind of resilience. Now, here's the interesting thing about this whole story is that I, before this happened, I would have thought that everybody would be totally upset. And I would have imagined that I would have been able to predict how everyone was feeling. But actually, everybody was feeling something totally different to everyone else. And when it came to me personally, what I noticed was that, of course, I was feeling sad. But al alhamdulillah, I was almost grateful that I knew where that sad feeling was actually coming from. I wasn't under the illusion that my sister passing away is what caused my feeling of sadness. I could see that that was an illusion and I didn't get fooled by it. I felt really sad and I felt really upset, but I knew where the feeling of sadness was was really coming from, which is from my own thought. So I'd be going along and I'd be okay. And then I'd have a really sad thought and I'd feel really sad and upset. I'd be like, okay, I'm having sad thought now. And I just let myself be upset. And then pretty soon it would pass on and I'd be thinking about something else and I'd be making funeral arrangements and coordinating with other people in the family and figuring out what to do about her Facebook, you know, what to write on Facebook and is it okay to tell everyone? And, and then I'd be feeling something totally different. And then every now and then it would just come this really sad thought. Time for a sad thought. And 
that creates something that we would have to call resilience. There is a totally different experience. See, if you believe that the sad person pass, that the person passing away is what's causing your sadness, then you have no choice but to be absolutely feel like you have to be absolutely totally depressed and sad. But when you recognize that feeling comes from thought, and yeah, of course I'm going to have sad thoughts about the fact that my sister just passed away. No problem. Thoughts come and go. Thoughts come and go and feelings come and go just like the weather. When you recognize that sadness comes from thought, it's not that the sadness goes away. It just becomes a much more rich experience. It's almost like you're like, okay, Allah, you want me to be sad right now? You've got a sad thought for me now? Okay, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We say alhamdulillah fi kulli hal. Thank Allah in all states. Sad, happy, depressed, elated. Sadness comes from thought in the moment. The objective isn't to control the feeling of sadness. Stop pretending you can control the feeling of sadness. The objective isn't control. The objective is awareness. You don't need to control the feeling of sadness. You just need to be aware of where it's really coming from. And that way you'll be free from your nafs because your nafs can play with you when you're sad. And I'll finish with one story that just occurred to me when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his baby son had passed away and he was holding the dead body in his arms and he was weeping. And one of his companions came to him and said, um, are you, said something like, you know, are you, how can you be weeping? You're the prophet of Allah. You're telling us that Allah exists and there's an afterlife and this and that. Why are you crying? And he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and I'm paraphrasing this hadith and you can look up the real hadith, but I'm going to paraphrase just so you get the point of the story. He said, you know, tears, the heart weeps and tears fall from the eyes, but the tongue will never say that which displeases Allah. The most spiritual people have an intuitive understanding that when we're feeling sad, Allah is testing us with thoughts of sadness. You know, if, if somebody passing away is what causes the feeling, then we're absolutely screwed because that person isn't going to come back to life. So what, are we going to have to feel sad for the rest of our lives? People say, oh, you get, o- you get over it in time and you don't get over it in time. That's a lie. You just, thought comes and goes. Sometimes you feel sad, sometimes you don't. It's not about time. Time doesn't heal. Thought heals. Insight heals. May the peace, love, and blessings of Allah be with you always. If you're enjoying these special Ramadan Transformation podcasts, you're going to love the free book, Timeless Wisdom. To download it and get a free video training series on how the Quran can transform your life, go to www.quranforbusypeople.com.